Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 23rd day of June. I'm in Chapin, South Carolina tonight with our friends in Chapin, and we meet at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, That's the Columbia, South Carolina area. Come see us. We love meeting with this group, and we would love to meet you. We have a lot of people. Many times people have driven through. They're on vacation. They're going up and down the East Coast. They make a little trip to Columbia and come see us, and I hope you're one of them. Also, we'll have a Sunday afternoon meeting this weekend in two days. On the 25th of June, we'll be at The Lodge at Sterling on the Lake. This is our alternate site. We've met there several times before. We are meeting uh, on, at The Lodge. You can see my website, paulwhiteministries.com slash schedule for driving directions. But we'll meet at 2 o'clock this Sunday afternoon. We partake in communion. We enjoy our time together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, I'm loving this Gospel of Mark journey. We've arrived at Palm Sunday. Jesus has commissioned a couple of disciples to go take the young donkey and bring to him. He gets on the donkey, rides into Jerusalem. We've pointed out the significance of that juxtaposed against Pilate entering the city on a horse on the west side, Jesus entering on a donkey from the east side. Yesterday we went back into the Old Testament to show you Zechariah 9.9, how this is a prophecy from Hebrew Scriptures. Today I want to show you some more that is pulled from the Old Testament as we begin the reading in verse 9. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And you might notice that if you're looking at your hard copy, if not, I'll try to help you here. There's quotes around the first, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There's not quotes around the next set, the Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. That first quote, Mark, is because they're they're singing. They're singing the song from Psalm 118, what we call Psalm 118. And then they sort of add their own commentary to it. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. And then they make the phrase Hosanna in the highest, which is also a line from Another psalm, Psalm 148. I want to focus you on the fact that they quote from Psalm 118. We're not positive who wrote it. It looks like it's David, but it's the man after God's own heart. Or, Well, David's a man after God's own heart, so the psalm sounds very much like something he might write. But as you, and I'm not going to read all of Psalm 118, but you go check it out. The writer of this psalm starts by talking about how great God is, how faithful his love is, And then we find out he's in great distress. And in like the fifth verse, he talks about how he called out to God and the Lord responded and saved him and set him free. And with God on his side, how could anyone do anything else to him? This is the kind of language from which Paul derives the statement that we know as Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? And then the psalm opens up um, about how you can't really trust man, you can only trust God. As the psalm goes on, I'm doing this because we did this with, when we talk about Jesus saying, Eloi, Eloi, Lamach Sabathani on the cross, he's taking his audience back to a song. So when the audience is singing a part of a song, the whole theme of that song is in play. So when they sing, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, 
they might have this entire song in mind. So that song goes on as you read 118, and it gives more details how people have been trying to kill the author. They've surrounded him, they've overwhelmed him, but every time it happens, God saves him. God gives him victory, and then the psalm gives more praise to the character and the power of God. That leads up to another famous phrase in Psalm 118.22, the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Now, in Matthew's gospel, he refers to that verse. In Peter's preaching in Acts 4, he refers to that verse. So in context of that psalm, there's been a rejection of something God ordained to be centrally important. And the psalmist is trying to bring the singer back into that place. And and that coming in the name of God, in God's place, in God's stead, is the receiving of that stone that the builder rejected. It's the receiving of who God is. So when they sing this as Jesus comes in, there's an acknowledgement by the crowd of two things. One, this man has come in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord means he's come on behalf of the Lord. He's come with the authority of the Lord. This is a great recognition for the crowd. For a man who was, by, by natural terminology, was a carpenter from Nazareth. But they're going, no, he's more than a carpenter from Nazareth. He's come in the name of the Lord. And the second thing they're doing by singing this is they're acknowledging in, in so many ways that he is the stone that the builders rejected, that he is the one that they've been singing about and waiting on. He is Hosanna in the highest and should be acknowledged as such. Another gospel tells us that if they don't praise, the rocks will cry out, which is sort of an illustrative way of saying all of creation is recognizing the arrival of God in the flesh. Man should get into the party. You know, the earth knows it's him. Man should should know it's him as well, um, which led to the famous, I don't want any rocks to cry out in my place kind of thing. Like, I'm going to praise him lest rocks cry out. We're not to assume that rocks can talk, but it's a, a pretty good metaphor for the importance of us using what we have to praise God, which is our mouths. Rocks would praise him if they had mouths. I think that's the point of that illustration. You have a mouth, so it's time to honor him. Really, in context of him riding the donkey in, you have a mouth, so it's time to acknowledge the real king. The real king has arrived. Now, on tomorrow's podcast, we'll tell you about the sermon to look for on Sunday, and we'll walk Jesus into the temple because something important happens there, and we'll do that tomorrow. See you then. Have a great day. God bless.